Hey guys, welcome back to Lesbian Honest. I'm Ash. I'm here with my amazing wife, Kirst. What's up, guys? Oh, we took another little break. <laughs> <laughs> we needed some lost time. Uh, <laughs> it's been busy. Like, I say that again. an understatement. I know. It's been crazy. Yeah, but... But I feel like we're killing it. Like, honestly, like, I do. I, like, I think that we need to just, like, let that out there. Yeah, I mean... And it's not because we're, like, tuning our own horns, but, like, in a way, like, sometimes you got to. Sometimes you gotta be, like... Our plates are loaded. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's still living and thriving, essentially. This has been a crazy, like, week and a half, though. It really has. I know. You got really, really sick. I did get really sick. I was, like, out for the count for a straight two days. And then Kirst does this thing with me when I get really sick like this, where she, like... She always ends up having to wake me up because I'm literally dead to the world. And she wakes me up and she's like, you need to get up. You need to hydrate. And she's like, always like on the phone. Like her phone is like in her hand. She's like, and I'm making you an appointment. You're going in. <laughs> when do you want to go? Do you want to sleep for another two hours or do you want to go in an hour or do you want to go this afternoon? Like when are you, you're going in. When is, when do you need to leave? And it's like exactly what I need in that moment though, because I'm like, okay, okay. Yeah, you're right. I just Kirst knows yeah. when I'm like. Kirst definitely helps me call it. Yeah, well, I don't think you'd wake up and, like, do anything. I was just letting what be, what be. Yeah, I was just withering away, not even drinking water. I don't, like, I just don't, I literally don't. Uh-huh. I know. That's why I wake you up. I know, that's, I never thought about that. When you're sick, you'll be like, I need water. I know. And I'm just like, roll over, get another blanket, <laughs> make it darker. <laughs> really don't. Nope. So I got really sick and then Kirsten had a bunch of big exams this week. Yeah. Back from spring break, which is not even the same as the kids is, which is we're all over the place up here right now. Yeah. Well, and like you had two exams. Yeah. We hit from spring break. We had a new class start and then two exams in one week, which is usually like not something that happens, but it did. Again, so this Kirst, semester. Kirst does, like, all the work, right? She's the one in class. Like, she's the one doing all this. However, like, it is also a part of my, like, I don't want to say job. because It's your wifely it's duty. Oh. It is a duty. <laughs> you don't get paid. A part Neither of my wifely I. duty is to help her study. Uh-huh. And so, and there's, like, some nights where, like, I'm really good. I would say, like... 80%. Yes. And then there's some nights where, like, I just can't focus for the life of oh me. Oh, my like, do God. I do, do see, like, it's like when I truly am like, you do have ADHD. It's real life. Do you have ADHD or ADD? Back when I was originally diagnosed, uh -huh. ADHD wasn't a thing yet. Right. So you were under the umbrella. ADD. Ella, Ella, A, A, A. See, there I'm it just is. waiting for my H. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there's times that I'm, like, I really need you to help me. Because, like, if, if Ash is good at, like, on the study wagon. Which it really is, like, I would say probably 80 to 85%. Yeah. But I'm, like, I need you to help me. And she'll, like, focus. And, like, it's, like, she's learning it, too. And we're just, like, getting this together. What did you say this week? What At the end of this, we'll have one certified nurse. One registered nurse. One registered one... nurse and one... Wife with way more than first aid training. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely feel that. Yeah. It's funny, though, because she'll, like, bring other stuff up, and I'm like, you know that. We already went over this. 
I know. I think it's hard. Like, I don't know. It's difficult because I'm at the stage in like nursing right now where it's not like you've like learned the meat of the material. Ew, that is a gross way to explain it. <laughs> Disgusting. Well, it's true. Learned the meat. Yeah, like the, the the meatiness, like of all the content. You've learned the majority. So you don't of think... it. Okay. So now you're fine tuning that, and you're learning the details, and then the critical thinking, and like now we're given like options, and like that's hard because you go from being told, you know, your doctor is doing this, this, and this, and orders this, this, and this, and you're supposed to just do that right to now the doctor has ordered this with a parameter of you could do this too so what do you do and you're like oh geez but some of those questions like they're hilarious they're like all right so there's a tree uh-huh. and a fire hydrant mm-hmm. at a dog park and you go to the dog park and this time you brought frufru but uh frufru made friends with roscoe and rocky what's What's going to happen when the owner has a headache? And you're like, what? Yeah. What? It's like, it's like you taste blue. (laughs) You have a bowl of oranges at the nurse's station. You hear a patient fighting down the hallway. You know, you need to do something, but orange is actually green. Select all that apply. (laughs) Alrighty then. (sighs) Oh. Yeah. Jeez. I mean, and, and the like, hardest part of your day was waking up and deciding whether or not to wear socks with your Birkenstocks. I don't have to think about that anymore. Actually, <laughs> I just do it. It's not a question anymore. It happens. And I'm like the only, there's only one other person in my cohort that does wear socks with Birkenstocks. And so does your grandpa. Yeah. I'm just going to put that out there. He does. And I made fun of him and kind of gave him a hard time for a long time in my life. And now I feel like I should eat crow. Probs. Mm-hmm. Because you're just like him. I know. It makes me laugh. He's the kind of guy that like will legit bring like closed toe shoes because it's snowing outside. Yes. And then take those shoes off and leave them at the door uh-huh. and then unpack his Birkenstocks that he but brought he with him. But he brings them in a little plastic King Supers bag. It's the best thing ever. It though. is really. But if that is not like a sign that they are literally the most comfortable things out there, like uh-huh. I don't know what it is. Right. I'm, I'm going to invest. I am making Ash invest in them this summer. I did not like watching you go through the whole, like, breaking them in. She's like, I researched it. And people say, like, you get blisters and you might bleed. However, once you get through this stage, it's worth it. And I'm like, yeah, sounds awful. Well, and coming from, like, a former dancer, um, I broke in a lot of shoes and, like, mostly point shoes. So, like, that is a concept that I have that's, like, it's an okay thing. We never really talked about, like, your dance stage and, like, how that affected us as, like, we went from, like, friends to dating. No, we didn't. Have you realized that? <laughs> I just skipped that part. That's because our relationship is so dynamical. There's so many things. That was a huge thing, though. I know it was. Like, your I instructors think we talked a little bit in... about how you would drive us to, like, palms games and stuff. Palms versus dance was so different. It's true. So different. Yeah, I decided in high school that I was going to try out to do palms because my school actually had palm and like and cheer, but palms was different. It was like the the dance team, but not. I don't know how to explain it, but I decided to try out and I made varsity as a freshman. And no, as a fr- you were doing it before we started dating. Maybe I was a sophomore. 
I was not a junior because juniors automatically get varsity. Yeah, maybe you were a sophomore. I, I don't know. I think I was, I don't know. But I tried out and got immediately got varsity. So I like saw it as a sign that I should just do palms. And that Pierce was, was like, like, I'm hot shit, bitches. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I made it. <laughs> Little did I know. Um, yeah. I mean, I have nothing bad to say about cheer and palm. Like, I think it's great to like invest your time into extracurricular sports That was really the stuff. only thing you did. Yeah. But I was like in dance a long, long time before high school. Kirsten's dance though was not like, oh, like we're going to go and like stand around our shoes and our pocketbooks. Like Kirsten's dance was like intense. Like the amount of profuse sweating that would happen. <laughs> and like, they're like, oh, we need to take a minute to like dry off the floor from all the sweat beating off of their bodies like because somebody's gonna slip and hurt themselves like it was intense it was. and like the i remember the like watching first it would start with me like meeting you there and i would like wait in the car mm-hmm. and then it would start with me like coming in and waiting in like the entryway yeah then it was like me watching through like the window then it was me like in the room in the room sitting like yeah like then it was like hey now, go go hit play on the music yeah. go hit play okay go back okay now go hit play and i was like shit now like, now you've been like now i'm a part of it hired help but without the hired right. part then i started getting like the cleaning chores on top of it yeah so then i started like helping you like clean up and like put everything away but like i remember sitting there and like when your guys' instructors would like get on your asses about something like i i felt in trouble Yes. I'd be like, I'm going to go. I mean, it was competitive dance. Like, I danced for a company dance. It wasn't like they were being assholes or they were mad at you, but they were literally calling you on your shit. Like, we did, though. There was one place I danced that had a, they had like a Russian teacher come in to teach us ballet. And, like, you know the big candy canes that you would put like along your driveway during Christmas? She kept those out, like, after the Christmas performances. And she would pull your feet out from underneath you randomly if you weren't doing good enough. And you would fall on your face. Didn't you say she'd also, like, whap you with something? She would hit us with them if we weren't (laughs) moving fast enough across the floor. She was kind of scary. She also played her own piano, which said a lot. Because, like, if you had a teacher that could play the piano and yell at you and hit you with a candy cane, you were paying for a good company, apparently. Jesus. I don't remember. I just, like, I remember going over there... Too, but it was the atmosphere that was there as soon as like I got there like I just knew like that was like such a tight-knit group of people yeah like oh man and I remember you had a you had all your when you had all your CDs stolen we kind of mentioned this when we had you had all your CDs stolen and then like you had all these like mixes and stuff from dance that you had mm-hmm. that were in there too. And I yeah. remember I called Jenny Sue. I got yeah. her phone number secretly out of your phone and I called her and was like, hi, like you probably don't remember me or know me. Like I used to sit in the corner of the class where you would teach <laughs> and sometimes you'd yell at me to start the music. But, um, anywho, so Kirsten lost all of her things and she is like really upset about losing those. Do you think that like maybe you have an extra copy or could like make a copy of those for me? And she was like, yeah, sure, I'll, like, have them at class next week or whatever. And she totally did, which was super awesome. Yeah. But I remember you'd be like, how'd she know? And I was like, I may have called her. I may have called her. She also would be like, hey, grab my phone. And, like, you'd, like, answer your phone and it'd be, like, some, like, insanely, like, famous person. It was, like, Justin Timberlake one time. No. Yes, it was. She danced with him. 
I don't remember what the situation was. I don't remember who was it called. Or Hillary Duff or something yeah. like that. I don't remember. But there would be, like, people that would, like, call her or, like, associates of those people would, like, call her or, like, whatever. Like, yeah. and, and, like, other, like, people that you danced with and stuff. I don't know. It was pretty cool. They were... But, like, I remember watching them. That was the thing, too, that, like, I had so much respect about was that, like, they would be like, no, ladies, like, this. And then, like, they would go and do it and had the talent versus, like, I used to do this back in my prime and now I just, like, am more to love and couldn't get down on the floor it's like right. a 90 point turn standing up and laying down on the floor <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah but like they had so much talent and I remember going to like your dance recitals and stuff that you would have and just like literally sitting there with like goosebumps the entire time like didn't matter if you were dancing or if like other people were dancing like the amount of talent that was in that room and the amount of like talent that they poured into all of the dancers in that company was insane and there's a huge difference between like a dance studio versus like a dance, like a competitive dance studio and company. And there's like, like different, like different layers of that though, because like you get, like I went to a dance company that was extremely competitive and it was kind of like dance mom status kind of. And like that, that's not good. Like I'm telling you right now, like the whole dance moms thing, our daughter started watching this show, dance moms. And I came, I like came into her room, like, who is talking to each other this way? We do not talk to each other this way. And I remember her being like, it's just the show. It's called Dance Moms. And I was like, instantly in my brain, I was like, toddlers and tiara, t- like tiaras. Oh, like, that's what it made me think of. that's what you were thinking. But I still, like, it still has kind of that scheme of it. Like, they're like, yeah. it's like, oh, my eight-year-old wants to be, like, the lead. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Like, no. this is a very inappropriate dance for this person. And, like, yeah. but the way they talk to each other, I remember just being like, the Are dance, the way the dance teacher, this? like, and the moms would fight with the teacher and yell and call each other bad words. And I was like, my daughter's not a slut. She's not a slut. You just dress her that way and you right. make her do this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I remember. I'm... She'll only twerk if she gets first place. You hear me? Yeah. I mean, honestly, But there was though. like, but you did like tap and jazz and ballet and lyrical. And I think my favorite ones to watch was like. I don't know. I liked all of them, but I think the lyrical was my hands down favorite because it tells a story. Yeah. That's what I loved about it was that it like literally tells a story. So anytime that we like go places like and watch like dance recitals or I don't know, it's just, it's really cool. It's fun. But I remember like I would go meet you at the dance studio and then we would like go and grab like pink sauce. Yeah. And then, which pink sauce was like bread branches from blackjack uh-huh. with ranch and marinara mixed together to make pink sauce yeah. so we would like carve like up and pink. then go home go to your house mm-hmm. and then you would like move the kitchen table out you'd be like here grab this we'd like be moving the kitchen table and then i'd sit there for like another three hours just watching you dance in the kitchen like, right and this is how we hang out right at least i was fed like at least I was fed. <laughs> but it was like that's what we would do a i lot. danced a lot like lots of hours a week well, and that was, like, a big part of, like, me, like, the amount of vulnerability that you shared through your dance, like, I could see, like, your story and your hurt and your pain and your, like, this is what I'm good at. This is where I'm, like, I could see all of it. Like, I could see all the different, like, colors of who you were. Yeah. And, like, that was a huge part of, like, when I first started, like, falling for you and realizing that this wasn't just, like, a friend. Like, it might be turning into something, like, more. Because it, it spoke 
volumes and just like it was not an off switch right well you were such a closed off person right didn't talk about shit like very surface conversations and then like you would go and dance for three hours and i felt like we had been talking for 10 right like about like some of your deepest darkest like i think that's what like people that dance are like know that's like what it is like you that's how you express yourself and like you don't have to use words like the music does it for you and your body does it for you and like I don't know I was thinking about it the other day like how sad it is that like as adults like we kind of do these things up until like high school or maybe college Mm -hmm. and then like you just don't And I feel like that, like, I know, like, now I'm, like, I really am going to start looking into, like, adult dance classes. And, like, that was highly made fun of back in the day when I was in, like, dance in school because, like, no one wants to watch the 40-year-olds do tap dancing. But, like, I think it needs to be a thing. Like, I think that we need to start normalizing, like, getting back to things, sports and dance and stuff like that that we did when we were younger because, like, what are we filling those holes with now? alcohol a lot yeah a lot of a lot of adults do that right alcohol and work right they just people just let that consume it i feel like that's where like people start doing that and you know i've never thought about that That is such a good point babe it well and like i just feel nine out of ten kids in high school or junior high do something are participating in an extracurricular activity and i would say how nine out of ten adults are not right like the only person i know right now in my life that does like an extracurricular like that is kate which you guys will get the pleasure of meeting soon oh my god kate but like she does improv and is fucking phenomenal awesome at, it. at it yeah like but like it's a passion and like i'm like more people should have that ability to do that passion as mm-hmm. an adult mm-hmm Like, just because we're 30 and have kids doesn't mean that, like, we throw away the thing that, like, dance got me through a lot of the hardest times in, like, my young adult life. Like, there's... Mine was sports, and then I got... I transferred schools so I could do music because the school I went to didn't really have, like, a music program. Yeah. And the school that I went to had a huge music program. Like, we went to state, like, we, we... I was really into drums, and, like, we marched on, like, the... Broncos stadium field like yeah. went to competitions like I remember there's this thing called like drums on the Rockies like we also did um winter percussion which was like this whole huge thing it was actually really like now that I like go back and look at it like I remember doing winter percussion and like making that music and like we have this ginormous tarp that like covers bigger than a basketball court like it was ginormous and we like we get this stupid little like cream colored tarp that took all of us to carry it plus the winter guard to carry it so you're talking like an easy 20 kids carrying this big ass tarp and we're all like struggling we're like oh my god it's so heavy and then i remember like our drum instructor would be up on the top of the bleachers in the in like the basketball court and he'd be like, okay, Ash, like, you draw a line from here to JoJo or what, whatever it was. Like, we like he'd spread us all out on the mats. And then we'd, like, draw out what it was supposed to be. And then we would paint it. And then, like, we carried that shit around and did all of our competitions. We had, I think it was a 
parent that took all of our measurements and made our uniforms and like we played our fucking hearts out uh-huh. telling a story with our music. Right. And, and like, like marching what, it would out. Would you do that now if there was an option? Fuck yeah. Right. And Absolutely. do you feel like that would be good for you? Nine million percent. Like, I feel like I'd probably be in a lot better shape too. I if had you an guys ass also do th- have places, like I have to say, like honestly though, if you guys have like if you're like laughing right now at us and it's like you guys are so silly, like there are all these places, like please send them our way. We live please. we live and we'll let you know. Like, but I've looked and it is really hard to find a adult like any dance studio, they don't have age over eighteen at all. Even you're the teacher now. Yeah, you're the teacher or you're the volunteer stage setter. But, like, <laughs> I'm, like... I'll bring snacks. You guys want cut oranges? Like, I know I'm not as flexible and not as in shape as I was, but, like, I could get there if I actually had a reason to. I feel like a lot of, like, once you turn into adult, it turns into, like, you don't play sports now, you do yoga. Right. I'm going to teach you how to stretch. Like, I feel... But I I've been shocked at how much... this is so high. I've been shocked, though, at, like, how much, like, I started meditating and, like... Yeah, you can't diss on the yoga man. No. And, like, I've tried doing some yoga poses and stuff, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. Like, I'm gonna break a hip! I mean, and, like, that (laughs) stuff is great, but, like, I think it's also the lack of community. Like, you're in front of your TV or whatever, like... Right. You can't... You you can go to yoga. really fucked it up. You can go to yoga and you can hang out with people, but, like, you're also paying for silence when you go to yoga, so I don't really feel like you can go to yoga and be like, hi, like, I'm here to make friends. Like, I don't really feel like maybe feel like that's... The most sound I've never yoga. actually been to a yoga studio, so that I could be wrong. Yeah. But... I feel like we would be so immature because you know people got to fart in those classes. Oh yeah. Just like, and we're going into upward dog. It's downward like, dog. <laughs> My Ash and I could never go to yoga together. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I heard you farting. It sounded like a uh, million ways to die if you want a good movie. There you in go. the West. A million ways to die in the West. Don't yes. say a million ways to die. People are going to be like, uh, never Don't do yoga. Poof-wa. <laughs> Poof-wa. But it is like, <sighs> you're right. There really are a lot of things that like just fall off when you get out of high school or college. I mean, and you're kind of SOL and now you're like, okay, so I just work like a workhorse or I'm a parent. Right. That's a lot. And I feel like a lot of the things that fall is like the arts and music and arts, because like there is like adult basketball and there's like, you know, everything at the rec center. But like, I don't feel like you could go and just go to any dance studio and be like, hi, like I want to do an adult lyrical class. (laughs) They'd be like, uh, so are you wanting to teach it? Like what age group? Yeah. Like where are your kids? Are you, what for your kids? Like, what are you asking about? Do you have a child that goes here? No. Yeah. <laughs> but so let's normalize adult extracurriculars that are like not music and arts. Yeah. Drinking and working. I like that. That's actually a really good deal. All right. That's my new thing after I'm done with other things. God bless it. No, I think that that's huge. And I think that's kind of like where we're at right now. And we, like, when I think back on stuff like this, like, remember that show that we used to watch? Um, Next Generation Degrassi? Yes. So we've found it again. <laughs> we've stumbled upon. We've stumbled upon Degrassi Next Generation. The holy grail of Degrassi. 
it's like all of the seasons the and we're thing. on like season three episode 43 like it's insane i don't think there's that it's, many episodes per it is season. insane and so but like our daughter wants to watch it and i'm like yeah like i don't really think like i don't think it's I that know. bad we get to like the second episode or like the first episode and i'm like oh my god like i can't watch this right i was like no i don't think you're ready for this yet well then like, we started like as you watch these things we just talked about it today like these kids were kind of just like left to fend for themselves and like take care of themselves while their parents are like there but not there and i'm like that's kind of like though how it was that's how it was when we were growing up and i right. feel like it's completely different now it is like i feel like people that were in like their 20s and under were raised completely different than what we were because they had like now i'm that's generalizing. I'm generalizing it based off of, like, what our experience was. Right. And, like, what, when I look back at, like, a lot of our friends and stuff, like, we all were extremely independent. Like, we had friends whose parents were, like, hardly ever home. Like, they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I'll be at the house. Like, oh. Right. Like, we'd go and hang out at their house and half the time their parents weren't there. Right. Like. But, like, thinking about, like, our daughter watching this show, I'm like, I'm like, do we, I, we're clearly she's not going to watch it right now because of like things that we've seen on there that like she's not ready for that yeah, like no. there's no reason to plant seeds of things in her mind but like wow that was like the portrayal Just, like, little, little of our, things like, though too it starts them in like seventh grade i know so they start out in like seventh grade and like the first episode is her meeting somebody online and like going and meeting her quote-unquote boyfriend that she's had the whole time that she thought was like 13 yeah, she has this and it turns out cyber... to be like yeah. An older gentleman and a really bad situation. And, so, and like, she gets, like, trapped with him, like, in, like, a... Well, and our daughter was like, well, what I would do in that situation, I, I was like, like we're oh, not watching no, the show. We can't do this. <laughs> we're not watching the show. Yeah, I'm like, But no. that was right when the internet came out. Like, I'm pretty sure on the show there's, like, dial-up happening. Like, yeah. Bah, instant, her instant messenger, like, it says the little, like, creak of the door. Do you remember that? Yep. Like, someone entered the conversation. Like, what? Like, no, and but it's so crazy though too to think back though because there's so many things that we've watched in that show together that like I was like we were in high school yeah with it and like I definitely felt like it was super relatable. I know. I don't know. It also dates us because like as we're watching it, I'm like, oh my god, like this camera's awful that they're using. Like what is Look at those bell bottoms. Like, you and can like... watch like It's a Wonderful Life and it has better <laughs> Picture resolution. I think what I love so much about it. So Drake is in this show. Yes, he is. Drake plays one of the characters for the longest time in the show. Yeah. And it's a Canadian show also, which I love. Yes. What, what are you talking about? A bit. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Any Canadians out there, we love you guys. Oh my gosh. We're going to visit also. Yes. This Kirsten's made had me, a dream. I just had a dream. I have a dream. <laughs> <laughs> Kirsten had this really cool dream, but it is not realistic because she was like, I went to the beach and it was like Bermuda well, okay, so Beach. They went to, we were watching Degrassi last night and they go to the beach and I didn't even think that... Can Guys, I know Canada <laughs> has coastlines, okay, but I did not realize they have beaches. That sounds stupid. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know they have a coast, but do they have beaches? Right, like, I don't know. I just thought they were rocks. A coast might be different. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, it seems like they have sand and sun and all the things. So I start researching, because that's what I do, and I'm like, where was, you know, Degrassi It's like 10.30 at night. Yeah, I, this is what I do, though. So I went to bed with, like, 
Toronto and Canada, like, fresh on the mind. And I had a dream that we went to Canada and we went to the beach because I was like, they have beaches here. I know they do. And it was, like, crystal clear, like, Key West beaches. And, like, I was like, yeah, like, because we line up right with Key West. And I was, like, in my head, in my dream, thinking, like, we're north, though. And, like, I feel like that would be south. But, like, okay. And, like, I was just so jazzed to be there. But we're going to go. I'm not. It's really pretty. It is. It's really, really pretty. And I, I don't know. I think it would be a lovely time. It, that's definitely, like, all, like, such a blast from the past, though. It is. Yeah. It's been, like, really fun watching it, though. Like, rewatching it and, like... Also, the, um, I want to point out just, like, because of where we're at with, like, the clothing and everything that, like, okay. So, like... <laughs> Why did we think for a second that, like, wearing jeans with a zipper that was less than an inch long was okay? So we went from bell bottoms when they first started. Yes. Now to complete low-rise jeans. Low. Like, low-rise jeans. Like, and it's I pretty much one button. Like, one. And, like, three sounds of a zipper. And back when you used to, like, wear your thong straps up above yeah, your the jeans. the whale tail was a big thing. And then the fact that... How did all the girls wear... I remember spaghetti straps being, like, a big no-no, but the amount of, like, crop tops They're that were back worn. Now, but I know. the thing that is beautiful is we do say that, like, you know, history repeats itself, but, like, we don't have the low-rise jeans and the crop tops. We have the high jeans and the crop tops now, like which I am very grateful jeans for. jeans or whatever. Yeah. Could you imagine our daughter wanting to wear low-rise jeans and a crop top? We'd homeschool. Right, like, we are old-fashioned now because I can't... This is what happens. This is where it's at. Like, do you not feel like we're becoming, like, our parents and grandparents in certain ways, though? Like, I I run around the house and I'm like, we're not even up here. We're paying for these damn lights. Turn the lights off. And then I'm... Honestly. At what point in time, like, when did a certain decimal of sound become annoying and, like, too loud? I'm like, hey, shh. I know. (laughs) Quiet down over there. And they're like, we're literally just playing Bakugan. Turning down the radio in the car to think. (laughs) Because you don't know where you're going. I literally turn the radio down if I can't figure out, like, where something is. Hold on. Where which are we at? sucks which, because which my phone is linked to my radio and it's telling me where to go. So I have to keep it up to a certain degree. <laughs> but I have to figure out how to stop the music that's playing. Like, we're getting we're getting up there in our... It really does. And then, it like, really does. And, and suddenly, we, like, we can deal with staying up if, like, we're in our bed and horizontal... But we have to be, like, in our beds by 9 o'clock. Like, if we're not in our bed, like, we become such crab asses. Yeah, downstairs is black by 9. <laughs> it's like, all the lights are turned off. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. I definitely see myself, and I'm trying so hard to remind myself and be like, when did I start, like, when did I stop being fun and a kid? Right. Like, when did I stop understanding, like, they're just kids, they're having fun, they're giggling while playing a game. Or they're playing cards. Right. Like, our kids this morning were playing, like, a fierce game of Go Fish. And <laughs> it was intense. It was competitive. It was intense. Like, was, I told them to go take a walk. There was heat. But, like, they were literally like, do you have a nine? And I was like, why are you yelling? Right, honestly. Right <laughs> and now. like, because I only have three cards left. I was excited. I'm sorry. And I was like, well, don't say sorry. You're not doing anything wrong. And then I was like, why did I even ask them why they're yelling? Does it freaking matter? Right. I mean, they're playing Go Fish. Okay, our kids could be doing they're anything. They're not running around. They're sitting at the table. Playing, playing a card, go, a card game. game. Right. And I was like, oh, God. Ow. Why oh, are you yelling? Stop. My eardrum rattled. Like, 
God, like in the car today too. <laughs> in the in my truck today, they, they were. What were they doing? They were like they were mimic- talking about a parrot. They're yes. mimicking a parrot, and one of our daughters was like, and it like rattled like, my eardrum. I was so mad. And like, why is it that it like became you become, anger? Why do you become so mad? That's the thing. Who left this light on up here? God damn it! What is happening in the world? <laughs> off and i'd be like what what did you just pay for that light being on an extra 15 minutes what five cents i mean i go through the house every morning after the kids and i like we i take them to school and then i come back and get ready and before like i go downstairs for the day i turn all the lights off upstairs and i'm always like who every light is on in this house right now it doesn't right and we have all these windows when did we start using um okay guys let's shut the house down when did we start using that phrase the kitchen's closed when Our youngest cannot wrap her head around it. When I tell her the kitchen's closed, she, like, looks around and she's like, it's open. And I'm like, no, that means there's no more food being served. Like, kitchen's closed. And she's like, it's open. My grandma used to say that all the time. She'd always be like, no, babies, kitchen's closed. And then she'd be like, are y'all hungry? I know. That's Ashley. You want a snack? She's got the grandma gene of, are you hungry? No, I just, I just ate a whole meal. Okay. Let me go fix you up something. (laughs) Okay. Grandma. My grandma. Not starving, but that's fine. My grandma had a sunroom that was super like warm and cozy during the summertime and like pretty hot. But then like during the colder times or like, like spring and fall and winter, she used it as like her extra ice box. So she would like make potato salad and like keep it on the you porch. do that shit though ash will put stuff in the garage all the time when like <laughs> winter because like our garage becomes an extra extension of our fridge or our freezer and i'm like we don't have a sunroom so it doesn't get cold enough so i use the garage <laughs> it's questionable i don't know there's times She'll that i'm like, like mm-hmm. she would leave like the spaghetti out there like leftover spaghetti she would put the coleslaw out there and the potato salad and just random stuff. It would stay cold enough. Like, you I mean, don't get yeah. it up. It's, it stay cold. Like, it was... Le- <laughs> I mean, yeah. But she used to tell us, nah, 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 kitchen's closed. So you could have leftovers. She'd always make a ham at some point in time when we'd be out there. And so we'd always have, like, ham sammies afterwards. Like, the ham that you'd have, like, after, like, Thanksgiving or, like, Easter or, like, Christmas or something. Like, something like that. And like then she'd always... make ham? Something, Yeah. Uh, she, yeah, I don't know. It was just funny though. She'd be like, "Nope, kitchen's closed," yeah. but she would make she would make you whatever was already cooked or leftovers. But right, she like, wasn't making nothing else. Yeah, she always made tomato soup though for us. I feel like it just happened so fast, and like right what is it zero with, to like, sixty. Like I woke zero up zero to sixty, you guys, and like what is with like comfortability now? <laughs> like sweatpants are a real thing. No, they're like. You have your favorite sweatpants, too. Like, that's a... You know, like, when you're young, you have your favorite things, but, like, it becomes a real thing when you're, like, older. Yeah. Like, these are my favorite sweatpants. Even if they're ugly as fuck. Like, no, you, you don't still care. wear them, and you, you don't, don't care. care. No. No, comfortability is, like, definitely, like, on the top priority And list. we've officially hit the age where we have to, like, stop what we're doing to figure out how old we are. Yeah, we do a lot of math. <laughs> This is, like, what happens, though. I don't know. It happens quick, you guys. See, we're in a different stage of life now. And we're in a different stage now because we've got two kids. Yeah. Like, back where our story's at. And we're, like, making this work. Well, yeah. we had them sharing. Our townhouse had, 
let's talk about that. So our townhouse had two bedrooms upstairs. Mm -hmm. There was like a big master. There was only one bathroom in the entire townhouse. Yes. It was and a it full was small, bath. It but was it was a full. Bitty. It was a full bath, but it was a bitty one. Like we didn't even have like Like you couldn't cabinets. lay in there and like. Right. No, the sink was like a pedestal sink in a bathtub. Well, and then we bought one of those like things you put behind the toilet that has like a rack that oh, goes yeah. up and above to like have storage in there. But that was yeah. it. Like it was, and then, and then there was had a, one closet, one linen closet upsta upstairs, upstairs, yeah. upstairs, upstairs. Sorry. So the <laughs> sorry about that. Um, the kids. Uh, what are you talking about? Um, get out. The kids shared a room, mm -hmm. and they were actually really good about it for the longest time. But yeah. Gavin didn't sleep. No. So, I think we've talked about the so then sleepless we, wonder child. We were like, well, like I guess we could split their rooms up. And we got to a point where like the kids were sh sharing the room and it was fine, but <sighs> we were working so hard through all of his like sleep stuff and his speech therapy and like all that that it it got hard. So we decided that we were going to like give up our room. Yeah. to the kids. So we separated them. We turned the master... We still kept the closet in there. That's where we kept all of our clothes at. But we yeah. took our bed downstairs. We got rid of our couch. Uh -huh. We took our bed downstairs. And we created our living room as a like studio apartment. We did. And that's so... where we stayed. Yeah. And the kids had the upstairs. Uh -huh. Which also was like nerve-wracking because we had one flight of stairs like the upstairs and downstairs was just divided by like one flight like 23 steps yeah to be precise because i've fallen down them multiple times and so did kirsten <laughs> and like i think we also worried about the kids falling down so we had baby gates at both the top and the bottom yeah and we talked about that time that i fell over the baby gate and it went all the way down yes because yes that happened just like in my birthday suit damn near it yeah, I mean, awful. we both fell down those stairs. We both fell down those stairs. You fell down the stairs with the kids in your arms mm -hmm. and kicked the other one down. Yeah, accidentally. Well, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't purposeful. It wasn't on purpose. But we did. So we turned our master bedroom into... Did Gavin... Sawyer's room. Sawyer one over there? Mm -hmm. We and took Gavin her master... Little room. Yes. And then we made that... We put, like, all their toys and stuff in there. Yeah, that was, like, the playroom slash... Because we had a bunch of toys downstairs, too, in the living room that yeah. we ended up taking well, up. Well, like, let's talk about that for one second. What the fuck is up with, like, when you have kids, if you look at a room, 90% of the stuff in that room is theirs now. I don't Where know. Where does it come from? <laughs> all of the things? I think that, like, that's why it's important to teach your kids to purge. Like, after a birthday or, like, right before a birthday, you purge. Yeah. And then, like... They get all the new things, and now you have a place for it. Yeah. But it still just accumulates. It's just insane. I don't know. Like, and we had two kids, and they and were And how young. do you have kids that have, like, one pair of shoes that you always see on them, mm -hmm. but suddenly there's seven pairs of shoes that are theirs in the middle of the downstairs? I don't know. Like, I think it's I come downstairs. they were young, so we had all the big stuff. Like, you have the high chairs, and you have the walkers, and you have the pushy thing, and you have... Like well, their, their toys little, are big. Gavin had his little um, basketball hoop basketball hoop. inside, and yes. then Sawyer the, had the ball the, pit. The ball pit. Yeah, I mean, which we could have controlled. Maybe some of like I'm the... all, this makes it sound like it was our fault, not theirs <laughs> at all. It's not their fault at all. I'm just saying, like they need this. Why? Like it's like them? zero. It's crazy when like you have a kid because all of a sudden it's just like their stuff just takes over. Like, it integrates into every aspect. It was everywhere. I do think that, like, the whole, like, having high chairs and stuff and all that bulky stuff. That's one thing that, like, our sister that... was like, oh, I have these little, like, portable high chairs that oh, yeah. are like a camping chair. Yeah. 
freaking genius. Yeah, honestly. Super easy. They strap up to a chair. You just put them on the floor. Like, they have a tray, or you strap them to a chair and put them at the table. Like, yeah, they I break mean, down like a lawn chair does. Like, they break down like a little camping chair into a little foldable little and they go on a little sleeve. Yeah, they're super, super cool. Um, that was something that was definitely, but see, like everybody has like their parent hacks. Oh, I know. But like, it's so funny too. Cause as you have like more time or more kids, like I feel like there have been so many times that I'm like, you know, we went, we had two kids. We, we went through two whole children from these ages and never knew that. Like the thing about the whole onesie, how you can like fold it down over them instead of cutting it off of them when they have well, a blowout. Well, we knew that. I did not. I feel like you did because I've known that forever. No, you did. And you taught that to me. Okay. Also that you have to tuck them down if they're boy because they'll, oh, pee, yeah, up they'll pee up themselves. they'll pee up themselves, yeah. No, everybody knows that. It seems like it's not common sense if you say that because it's not true. Okay. I do remember holding our friend's little boy and he had just had his diaper changed. And I was holding him and I was like, oh, he's peeing. <laughs> And it's on me. <laughs> and I remember his mom being like, oh my gosh, like, I'm sorry. He just does that sometimes. And I'm like, well, do you not like point his penis down and then close his diaper? And they're like, what? I do remember that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe okay. that isn't yeah. common sense. Yeah. 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 But I think like the hard thing about, <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's just, there are hacks that like you learn as you go. That yes. You're like, I you take a onesie off. No. You open those. So they ha- onesies have that little like cuff on the top of them, and if you just push that cuff and, like, flip it inside out, it opens the entire top of the onesie, and then when they have a blowout or when they're super messy, instead of pulling that up and over the child's head with all the nastiness on it, you literally just pull it down down. over their body. Yeah, you just roll it down. Uh I remember watching people, like, try to cut their kids' stuff off, and I'm like, no, just, like, watch, flip this inside out and pull it down. It's fine. I don't, I don't know. know. I but think... also, like, the whole, um, like, snack tray with the tackle box. Yeah. Frickin' genius. I mean... We never did that with our first two. without TikTok? Because <sighs> those are where or you Pinterest or definitely like learn like those things. Yeah. Or, like, the little baby sticky note pads mm-hmm. when you're traveling. Because yeah. you just put them everywhere and it's an easy cleanup. Yeah. There are know. so many things. But, like, I don't know. I think that we... We got to a point in the townhouse where, like... We knew we weren't going to be able to stay forever, but, like, we were, damn, like, we were, like, we were going to make it work. Yeah, we were. And, like, it was such a good deal. And we still financially were, like, extremely living paycheck to paycheck. I had a ton of medical bills that had, like, piled up from all of my, like, emergency surgeries and stuff. Like, yeah, that was a mess. So, I mean, realistically, like... Staying in the townhouse was what was most financially stable for us. It also was home. Like, the idea of leaving... I remember we briefly would talk about it here and there. And the idea of leaving the townhouse was, like, heartbreaking. I know. We never had issues. Like, we had our couple little, like, you know... Yeah. Things that would happen here or there. But we never had, like... The townhouse didn't, like... I don't know. It just... It was so good. It was home. And it was, like... We were so established in that place. Like... We loved the little townhouse. It it was just perfect. And I think we, like, that's all we had known for so long that we were, like, scared to not know where we would end up if we, like, didn't. Well, our move. experience leading up to the townhouse was very hard, too. Yeah. Like. 
Well, when you, like, bring your babies home to a place... There's sentiment. There's sentiment there. Like, I remember, like, thinking when we move, like, it's going to be weird not having that anymore. Well, and then we used to have that park that we'd walk down to. Yeah. Like, and the kids would ride their bikes, and, like, we were centralized. We were, like, pretty decently close to, like, our friends. We were decently close to, like, family, like... Yeah. I mean, but we were in, like, the dead of the city, though. Oh, yeah. Like, full-blown. And yeah. like Our kids couldn't go outside and play by themselves. Like, no. they didn't have a backyard to play in. No. We had, like, a little fenced back patio area that was Which not... we also did wonders with. Like, I can't... We did so many things to that back patio. Oh, my gosh. Remember my grass box? Oh, my God. Kirsten yeah. had a grass box built for the dogs to go to the bathroom back there. Because they used to go potty on, like, the cement. Yeah. Our little chihuahua pack. <laughs> and, like, I would go out there with vinegar. And Kirsten can't stand the smell of vinegar. But I would go out there and clean it with vinegar. So we'd, like, pick up all the poo-poo and throw it away. And then, like, I had, like, sc- these, like, scrub brush things that I would, like, go out there and, like, spray down the entire back patio. Yeah. Um, With the sink sprayer from the kitchen out the window. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I'd spray it out the window through the screen to like get it all. That tells you how big it was too, okay? Because I, I could pretty much reach it all with the sprayer from the kitchen sink. But I would spray it all out like I that, that. Then I would go out. <laughs> yeah. And then I would go out there with like vinegar and scrub with the scrubby. I would scrub the shit of it, and then I would like rinse it all out again. Yeah. And that just became such, it was such a fucking chore. I know. All the time. And it would, like, after, like, a couple days, like, if they're going, like, potty on it, like, pee right. on it, like, it would start to Especially smell. Especially in the summer. Like, it was so well, smelly. With the heat and stuff. So, like, we would be doing that, like, every, like, three days. It was a lot. It, so we, I was like, there's got to be a better way. So I came up with a grass box. Which was built out of, like, recycled. Yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. And so Kirsten got, like. A bunch of sod. Yeah. Didn't we put in the back of your Jeep that you had and it I like did. ruined the back suspension of your Jeep because it was too fucking heavy? <laughs> yes. True life, huh? True story. Start- <laughs> this is a true story. Chris is like, want to start on my Jeep? So we get like all this sod, which when I say all this sod, I'm thinking like maybe eight six, pieces, eight, six, yeah. six, eight pieces tops. It was so heavy in the back of this tiny little Jeep Patriot that like, we drove it back home, just sagging ass the whole way home, which was only like three, four blocks. I know. And we get there, we unload it, and then the whole rest of the time that you owned that stupid thing, it would like squeak and like clunk it in the back. It wasn't good. It wasn't good. You blew your shocks out in the back for sure. It was just... Dunk, dunk. Right? <laughs> and ever since the gears of it, it was the, it was the sod. It was the So we had so that heavy. stupid fucking sod box, and the sod, of course, died. Like, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about, like, it needed drainage and, like, it... I put dirt in it. <laughs> <laughs> so we had this stupid fucking sod box that was back there. Gosh, and then the dogs the dogs wouldn't use it. So now I have The dogs this... weren't... They were scared of it. I did all this work, you guys. This was a big project. And then the dogs were so scared of it. Well, and I was like, okay... I remember we did have a genius moment where when like, it would snow and stuff, we would put a fitted sheet over it. So then the... the dogs had a place to go potty we would just pull the fitted sheet back yeah but like then the fitted sheet started smelling and being gross because it was wet and like snowed on or rained on or whatever so much but like there was at least and then the the sod got soggy and then it started growing like like mold mold. (laughs) (laughs) 
And I was like, this is not healthy. This is not healthy for any of us. Now, mind you, to get to our back patio, you have to carry everything through the fucking house. Yeah, it is literally the back door is like in the kitchen dining area and you have to walk through the front door to get to the back door. So we had to, we built, brought everything in. Well, we did have the garage door that went through the kitchen. So I guess like you Through the alleyway kitchen. Yeah. So you had like all of like three feet. Yeah. So your turning angles in the kitchen were like three feet. So everything, it was a nightmare. So then now I have to find a way. So I had to bag all of it up. I put it all in bags and carried these huge fucking bags. One or two of them broke open. Like it was a fucking nightmare. It was. It was not your most clever so thing. Sorry about that. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. No. And then, ah, oh, that was a lot. Yeah. But, I mean, we tried, right? We tried. We tried all the things. The townhouse was definitely, like... Then I got to a point where I was like, we're any, just going like, to put them on a leash and we're going to walk them down the street. We would walk them, like, a block down the street oh, yeah. to go potty. Yeah. That's when it started happening. I was like, I'm done with this. I'm I over mean, it. Like, yeah. It was just a lot. And, like, we had the herd of chihuahuas and we had the kids. We also got a cat. Well, the cat was way later because we had Brina, my plot hound, and the then cat we had was two not way chihuahuas. Later. The cat was way way later. The cat was later. Okay. The cat was at the end of at the, end. the townhouse. Yeah. Okay. Because the cat moved. Yeah. Up in life. It did. It got. It. It. He got an upgrade for damn sure. Yeah. Well, he had need an upgrade with his attitude anyway. So. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. But, you know, we were making the best we did. So we lived, that we could. Well, and so the biggest thing, too, so we had the discussion where, we like, well, if we go and live in the living room, like, what happens when people come over? And I was like, the people that are coming over to our house, if they're not okay with how we have to live in our house since we live in it 95% of the time, then right. they're not welcome at our house. True story. Like, if but you want a place to sit. friends over like, and stuff, and we'd all, like, lay in our bed. I know. I mean, come on. But the people at that point in time in our life, though, yeah, were, like, were, like, people that were family and friends that, yeah. like, you would go and lay on their bed or they would lay on our bed. Like, exactly. it was... You did what we had Not to do. a dinner party of, like, hey... But I think we, like, fun. we were to the point that we were, like, you know, we're gonna make this work as long as we possibly can, and, like, I feel like we did. We 100% did. There was did. no regrets, like, at no the reg- end of being, like, we didn't do enough no to regrets. try to stay. No regrets. It was really nice. Like, honestly, like, I think that we did exactly what we needed to do and I mean it wasn't an option to let one of the kids stay downstairs the kids had to have separate rooms yeah and I mean at this point too like we were also working with Gavin's like occupational therapy and speech therapist and things like that too yeah. so I mean like that was something that we were like working through and then we made the decision that like we were gonna like really talk about like what we were gonna have to do to buy a house or like Move. move but i think we talked about we kind of made like a promise we like, talked about we buying weren't the townhouse. No, but we yeah we did we talked about buying the townhouse and then we decided like we really can't like it's just not it's not feasible with how many kids we had and plus us no and like we tried to be minimalist for a little while and like i think we liked it we I think did it just, like i it's just really, really think we liked hard it with kids like especially young kids and also like we have families that are very much like givers of gifts and things that like it's hard but I think that, like, we had promised each other that if we were going to move out of the townhouse, like, we would have bought, we would buy something, right? That's, like, what we said. Like, we're not going to go rent somewhere. If we're going to leave, we're going to buy. And so we had to start thinking about that. Like, that was a big, I don't know, in my mind, buying a house was, like, 
a huge hurdle that I didn't know, like, if we were going to get there. Oh, me too. I thought I, the way that everything had happened and the way that we had like started our relationship and life together, like it was very hard to see and picture those things. It was very hard to see ourselves as for me to see ourselves as homeowners. Yeah. Well, it's a big deal that like, wasn't going to be like, like even if we did like own something, like I saw us owning like a nice, like double white or something. Like I just thought that was like what was in our cards. And I think that that I, I think that was something, I mean, we really did contemplate that. We did. We did look at trailer homes uh-huh. and like what those options were. And like, they're but actually am... really fucking nice. Like, I don't care who you are. Right. Like the movie eight mile makes them look so rundown and gross and like not the trailer homes are, can actually be really, really, really nice. Yeah, like you can. would have no idea that you were in a trailer home if you right. take pictures from the inside. Right. Unless you were on the outside of no, it. No, for sure. So, I mean, I think that that was something too, that we took our time and really explored like every single option that we had available to us. Because like, I am one of those people that I'm like, there is always another way. Like I don't really take no for an answer. Yeah. I'll take, I don't take no for an answer, but I will like definitely find alternatives. And like, we did that. Like when we started thinking about leaving. Well, we looked at other townhouses and then we looked at homes and we decided we wanted a home. And then we looked at the like double wide trailers Mm -hmm. And we really liked that option. We did. Like, we were actually really leaning towards that option because it was way more affordable. Plus, like, you had, like, a yard. And, like, and the I think that was the big that thing. she got was really nice, too. So, like, the trailers then, were a big deal. But the way that those are financed and loaned on, yeah, it was... because you don't own the land, right. you just own the property, like, it made it very complicated. It did. And, like, it also was hard because we were first time home buyers. So like the mm-hmm. banks wanted different things for those things. Right. You're not purchasing land. You're purchasing a, well, you know, and then you think you're getting it so much cheaper, but then you don't realize that you're also renting the land that you're right. Trailer so is really on. it's so, not, it wasn't that much cheaper than like, and then once we started like pros and cons, it was like, well, well it was where we wanted to live at and yeah. what style we wanted to have and things like that. Like we couldn't be as like, I don't know. It just, it was really ideal, but it didn't fit inside of our box of our, like, checklist of what we needed and couldn't have. Yeah. Um, but, but I think that's what was so cool, though, is that, like, we, now we started, like, really... <sighs> well, I just want to, like, point out that at this point in time, like, we live in Denver, okay? Like, at this point, and, like, the market is absolutely insane. Insane. Like... Denver has jumped the list to like above Sandy San Francisco at that point. I think like it was it was very high up there with very yeah like, it was very competitive price of living and cost of living like at that point people were outbidding people other people by like hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah like in cash you didn't go and like put in their offering price plus ten grand you went in no. and like. So everything that, say you were approved for a loan for $500,000, you looked at homes that were 350000 to 400000 because you had to have wiggle room to be able to... But then it wouldn't even appraise that high, so then but you But then screwed. they were appraising that high, which True. was what... It was insane. You'd go to a house and you're like, oh my God, like, if my it's parents would have bought this, way. you know... Yeah. If my parents would have bought this at this time, they'd have spent 120000 on it. Yeah. Like, boom, yeah. bam, boom. And now it's going for 680000 You're I like, know. what the hell? Well, and that was like... We still got I the carpet from then. <laughs> that, like, deterred us, too, for quite a long time because, like, we kept hearing about the market and, like, we didn't have a professional, like, a real... I we wish... We were just, like, going off of, like, what we were hearing and, like... I wish when we got... When we decided we were going to have our second, I wish that's when we would have gotten in contact with 
a realtor and like started doing our research then because I think that we just dubbed ourselves as not being able to be homeowners. Right. Like we totally talked ourselves down about it. We also missed that huge opportunity (coughs) because like the market literally blew up within like a year period in Denver. So like if we would have done that, then I think we would have been able to afford more. I know that we both had the conversation too of like, why did we wait so long? I know. And like, so if you get anything out of this, it's don't think that you're not capable. Cause like we totally were. Right. And we waited because we didn't think we could. A hundred percent. We totally like literally, I think that was what was so cool is that like when we reached out to our realtor, we were like, Hey, like we want to do this. We really don't know if we can do this or not. And she right. was like, okay, well like, let's just do this, do a credit app. Let's see what we can get you approved for. And we'll go from there. And I was like, yeah, but we're probably not going to get approved. And she was like, here's the thing though. They're going to know what you need to do and tell you a step-by-step plan on how to get there. It could be something as stupid as being like, okay, you need to pay this credit card down $1,100. You need to pay $62.30 on this credit card. Honestly, And that'll get you where you need to go. And you're like, what? Yeah. It was actually like... I I was shocked at like how dialed in they were able to be like, this is what you have to do to get this approval. I think, like, that was the thing is that, like, I think we were so, like, nervous about the idea of starting the process that, like, it wasn't really that bad at all. We also had nobody tell us. Like, I did not have that knowledge when I got out of the house. No. Like, I had nobody that told us how to do things like this. No. So, it was, it was definitely hard in that regard. But once we did get to the point of saying, okay, we're going to move, and then we worked with the realtor, and then we got, um like our pre-authorization, like it was go time. And it was like, it was hard. And we gained a friend. We did. Through this process. We had a ton of laughs and good time through this process, but it was hard. There was a lot going against us yeah, because of how crazy the market was yeah, because of like our like income and like just, we were little first time home buyers. Like, and people were pulling some shady shit. Yeah. We have a lot. Yeah. So we we're gonna have a lot to share. We're gonna have to see if we can get her to come on. Yeah. And have everybody meet her because she's pretty f- fucking awesome. Heck yeah. So, but yeah, I think I think we're getting ready to say goodbye to the townhouse. Mm-hmm. I know. Ten years. I know. It was also scary because I was like so scared to disappoint our landlord by telling her we were gonna I leave. Know. I know. That was a big. Pull. She was kind of like an adopted mom. She was such a cool lady. She was. We only met her once. In person. Yep. But we remained, like, in touch. It was kind yeah. of funny, actually. It was. So. <clears throat> All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. We're going to peace out here. Um, let's see. At the Ashen Kirsten on Instagram. Let us know, too, if you know oh, yeah. different places or things for, like, adults to do dance or something like that like please let us know fill us in yes and if you're doing something fun as an adult an activity that you do for yourself like share it with us we yeah. want to hear about it we do so yep at the ashen kirst on instagram and we've got our tiktok tiktok up <laughs> every time every time i didn't say tiktok this time but tiktok uh lesbian honest podcast and that's it all right all right guys later have a good week bye